What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for taking the time and energy to listen to this podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Very special guest today, somebody actually that I met in Los Angeles about two weeks ago in a hostel that we were staying at, and we instantly connected. It was unbelievable. We actually had a two-hour, three-hour conversation the first night that we met, and it probably felt like five minutes. It was that kind of quality uh, of conversation. Uh, Anyways, as you guys know, this podcast is all about eliminating our unnecessary suffering, which is the phase that I am currently in in my life, to be honest, as I'm realizing. And then number two, how can we squeeze the juice out of life? How can we wake up every day and feel happy and fulfilled and excited, inspired, all these positive emotions? And so that's the goal of this podcast. So without further ado, let's hop into Nastia's world and just see how we can do this. You know, it's my pleasure to talk to you because for me, it was the first time that somebody excited too, because I love these mm. I love to talk about them, but, um, you know, people are trying to understand. Yeah, yeah. well, I think I see where you're going, but nobody really gets it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's difficult to find... Um, a person on the same level and I felt that you are you know the first person that I met that completely gets it you know oh wow so I'm thankful for that too that's amazing I didn't I did not think I I felt like you were t- like talking to like a five-year-old because I was just like <laughs> you know I was I was so curious and then you were um the way you describe it in such depth it, it, it gave me like two or three big realizations but um the number one thing still that I will not forget to this day that I probably thought of maybe like once every day or once every two days since has been um, taking spun like actually understanding spontaneous right action within the yeah. infinite possibilities. That was the one big thing I took yeah. from you that still yeah. just has not left. Um, yeah, and just yeah, and just 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 so everybody knows a little backstory of how how we met. We met at um, at a hostel in. Los Angeles maybe like two weeks ago now and yeah it was just so serendipitous how we met it was beautiful because yeah. here's this here's this girl talking about um, synchronicity and manifestation and so my ears you know perk up right away <laughs> and it, it didn't it didn't take long for us to go go have like a two-hour conversation which felt like five minutes and anyways yeah, yeah. So that's a little backstory about so just to get right into it for everybody listening um, what is, what is, I actually, I like for people to hear from your point of view, what you're doing, what you're all about. Okay, so, um, who am I? So, I'm a powerful creator, I'm a powerful being, I'm a powerful writer, who uh, is conveying an important message to the rest of the world by simple words that are easy to understand about the most important subject that has ever existed, which is the subject of our existence, the subject of our being on this planet, the subject of how we operate and how we function in this world, how we perceive the world around us the subject about how we manifest our own reality and the subject about how we live our lives. So that's actually what I'm doing right now. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, well, 
uh, okay, now I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about how it all began uh, for me. Yes. Uh, so, have you heard the movie The Secret? Yes. Yes. I think you the, you've definitely the very heard. common manifestation movie. Yes. Yes, that's right. And uh, well, a lot of people heard about it. And uh, when I was eleven, that was the first time when I heard of it, and I loved oh, it. Yes. But, um, you know, the more I was thinking about it, the more I felt that, you know, there's something lacking because I want to know the processes behind it. I want to know the, the underlying uh, things that, you know, orchestrate uh, yes. the yes. manifestations around us. Um, and later on, I actually found out uh, who was the one that gave those people the information so that they were able to you know make the movie and it was abraham hicks so abraham, abraham yeah okay. yeah so um so uh it's it's not her uh it's actually them uh, because oh. uh, so they are spiritual entities that are being conveyed and translated through esther hicks uh, oh, and she's okay. a really inspiring woman. I was able to meet her uh, in person. Wow. And uh, well, she gave them, you know, the information about it. And, you know, but still for me, that wasn't enough because she's very spiritual. And uh, what I want is science, you know, I want uh, yes. facts, I want evidence. So, you yes. know, I felt, right. okay, this information is, uh, you know, I feel that it's the right information. I feel that it's working. I feel that it's real. But then I started asking myself, how can I, you know, explain it with scientific words? Because if I'm able to explain it with scientific words, more people can, you know, understand yes. it. Because I think that uh, the world uh, we are living in nowadays is, you know, based on facts. It's really, mm -hmm. uh, if you want to, if you want to uh, approach to a large amount of people, you have to, you know, speak their language. So yes. yeah, this is the reason why I've decided to, uh, well, write a book because I'm a psychologist. So I have a master's degree from psychology, a lot of knowledge about human cognition, about uh, emotions, yes. about inner processes. And, um, you know, after so many years of gaining uh, all this scientific knowledge, for yes. me, it all started making sense. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, and, and this is, this is where we connected before in, um, in LA, you're bridging the gap between science and wisdom, basically. Yeah. And that is very powerful. I think you're totally right. I think that from what I've read anyways, from people who have studied theology and the history of man, especially religiously for the last like 5,000 years, us, uh, human species used to believe in uh, religious scripts as if it was as how we believe in science yeah. today and yeah. I think yes and so I think that that's why I think it's so great that you are bridging the gap between yeah. wisdom and science because that is the language that many of us speak today I can think of tons of people off the top of my head who are very yeah. like show me the facts kind of person I need to see yeah. it I need to yeah. know why and fair enough yeah. you know and so I think that's very yeah. cool that you can you can bring the science to yeah. some of this ancient wisdom 
And, you know, for me, the most interesting thing when I was reading those articles and books was that, you know, even the uh, the scientists that were really strict and really into the science, mainstream science, almost all of them, or let, let's say a lot of them, uh, had interests that were out of the science, you know, like astrology. Yeah, oh, or, yes. I don't know, you know. And it for was, me, that was, was the most interesting thing. Yeah, yeah sorry. I think it, I think it was actually you that mentioned to me that um, Einstein his his hobby was philosophy, correct? Yeah, I think so. Yes, but and the, I think I think yeah. that's a great example. Like just yeah. extraordinary people in the sciences yeah. also spending much of their time yeah. on philosophy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So so how did how did finding all of this out? How did having this realization when you were 11 and then researching it more, there's clearly some sort of um, spark, let's just say, that refused to be extinguished within you. Uh, how, how did this all influence you and how did it get you to where you are today? And, why, and you know, how did this, how, or, yeah, my, my question is, how did this all influence you? Yeah, you know, when you, when you get all this information, um, you can't be the same, you know, it changes you forever. Mm. You can't just unknown, uh, unknow the things that you know. So yeah. for me, my life has changed so much. Um, I'm, you know, much more happier. And uh, the biggest difference that, um, you know, I can, let's say, see is uh, in how I perceive the world around myself. Because when I see that, you know, there's a lack of something, instead of, you know, uh, having a perception of lack, I uh, immediately focus on the opposite, so on the feeling of oh, happiness. Awesome. <laughs> yes. And, you know, by that, I change my vibration instantly mm. uh, from okay. the lack of vibration, uh, lack of, um, lack of uh, something to the abundance, you know. Uh, I and see. Okay. So, so and if, yeah. Can I just ask you a question just in case there's somebody who's, wondering about the, uh, what a vibration is, the change in vibration. Yeah. For, for me, I have some sort of an understanding, but I'm not yeah. 100% sure. So what, what would it mean to like go from a, a point of lack and then you focus yeah. on actually what you have of, of a state of receiving, of gratitude? Yeah. How, can you, how, how can you go from, from lack to gratitude and what would it mean to change your vibration? Okay, so uh, at first I'm gonna spend uh, a few minutes just on explanation of the term uh, vibration. Okay. Uh, so um, in my book, uh, I tried to, um, you know, talk about um, well quantum physics and quantum mechanics, quantum psychology, yeah. and uh, you know, um, so. Uh, our body is made out of molecules, and molecules are made of out of atoms. And um, atoms are uh, made out of visible particles, you know, and the other part is invisible and is in a form of a wave. So uh, when I talk about the vibration, I talk about the other you know the other part and later on i'm gonna uh, tell a little bit more about it so right. uh now uh, uh i will describe you the process that i mentioned before and this is uh that's something that a lot of psychological theories uh or um you know uh, is talking about it maybe with uh different words 
so now I'm just try. Uh, I'm trying. I will try to be as simple as I can be. Uh, That'd be great. <laughs> and, uh, I will use an example to explain it. Okay, so, perfect. for instance, uh, if you imagine Eddie, uh, he's 49 years old. He's working in a factory. Uh, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. He's tired of everything, he feels really depressed, and he lacks life energy. So he knows that he's unhappy, but what can he do about it? Uh, he has a family uh, to take care of. So one day he discovers that he has not fulfilled his potential. He feels empty inside and he wants to take on a path of discovering uh, his own potential and live his life to the fullest. But he can't just change his job and leave his family, right? So he has to continue living his life in an existing environment. And not being able to change the circumstances does not mean that he is not that he is powerless. Even though he cannot leave his job, he can change his own perception. He can change his own emotions and later on his reality will change accordingly. So when Eddie feels that he's not happy at work, he can use the information as an indication of what his inner being truly wants. So he can observe throughout the day when his inner being is the happiest. And that's an important information for him because when he's the happiest, uh, he is the closest to who he is as a person. So mm. by observing our emotions, we can get to know ourselves better without expectations about who we should be or accusations why we are not the person that we would want ourselves to be. So just observation and acceptance of who we truly are. And doing so, Eddie slowly starts to see himself for who he is. Next, he accepts his situation and reduces the resistance. And when he gets up in the morning, he knows that he's more than just a worker because he knows that he's a discoverer of his own path. So the goal in his day is now to look for small things that will make him happy. Because when he's happy, he's closer to his true self. And slowly, he will not only get a better knowing of himself, but he will also have more and more influence over his emotions and thoughts. And you know, those two are really closely related. And I think at the beginning, you know, when we uh, talked, you mentioned that uh, you read uh, a lot of, you know, that we both have read some books that are similar from the same authors. And yes. now uh, here I can mention Dr. Joe Dispenza. Actually, he's the, the uh, one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he's also the person that uh, talks about the connection between the emotions and our thoughts and about the chemical reactions that happen uh, in the body. Um, that right, show right. us why uh, these are, you know, so interconnected. Yes. So uh, I think uh, that was quite a lot of information. It uh, was a lot. Yeah. My, I, mind if I just um, synthesize this a little bit just for everybody listening? Yeah. Just so, just so they can, because I, 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 took, I took some notes as, as you were talking about okay. it. Okay. 
So um, mm-hmm. I think somebody who would really benefit from this information you're telling me is like Eddie, the guy that you're talking about, yeah. about someone who maybe feels powerless and they, and just like all of us, we can't change our circumstances for the most part. Like, we, um, uh, like, like Eddie, like we have, some of us have obligations, we have work to do, we have a family, so we can't always change. Mm-hmm. So, but what we can do is we can change your attitude. And the way we can, we can do this is by observing our inner being when we're the, when we're the most happy, because that's as yeah. close as we can get to who we truly are deep down. And, and the universe, let's just say, or God, or whatever you want to call it, it runs on the happiness of beings. Yeah. And so um, by observing our emotions, we can catch a, a glimpse at who we are. And so something we can do an actionable step would be to do little things throughout the day that can bring us a, a taste of happiness. And as we continue to do this, we continue to feel the emotions of happiness and, and the yeah. happiness chemicals go off in our brain. And since That's thoughts and right. emotions are so yeah. connected, then our emotions, our happy emotions will create the yeah. thoughts that come with it. And the thoughts will start to shape our reality. Yeah, that, yeah. And so this okay. is the process of how we change our vibration and why why our vibration is so important uh, because, you know, earlier on I mentioned that our body is made out of, you know, atoms which are made out of visible, visible particles uh, that is our body and out of invisible waves that we mostly cannot see. But we can imagine them as, uh, let's say, sea wave or maybe like, you know, a magnet. Uh, so yes. um, this part we mostly, most of us at least, cannot see. I mean, some uh, spiritual, uh, I mean, people who, uh, let's say, spiritual counselors, they talk about aura and stuff like that. So some people yeah. can see, but not most of us. Not okay. So, gotcha. Yeah, and um, if we, you know. Um, if we change our thoughts, uh, there's not, you know, um, the, <laughs> the influence is visible not only on our body, visible body, but also on our vibration, on the waves. Uh, because uh, two waves with a similar frequency attract each other, you know, similar to the magnets, like magnets attract each other. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, that's that's very cool, and I I would argue that um, that is similar to how me and you attracted to each other when we were in uh, Los Angeles. I think we were emitting the same frequency. In fact, I mentioned this to you after. As soon as I saw you walk in the room, it was like I, an instant hit. I was like, "Whoa, what just yeah. happened?" And um, yeah, so I think that there is for me there's something that I can't explain. I, maybe I don't know enough, or maybe none of us can explain. Yeah. Yet, yeah. how that vibration really works deep down. But I have I've experienced it multiple times, and I absolutely did with you. It's the yeah. something something happens to our to our body or something when when there is a a, a like a like vibration surrounding us. That's, yeah, yes, yeah, that's like yeah. And you know, um, maybe somebody would you know would say, oh, but you know why? positive emotions, positive vibration, you know, we are as we are, why, why we would, you know, even change, there's no need for change, everything's okay as it is, but, you know, uh, it's really important that we talk about 
uh, these kind of things because, uh, you know, scientists have found already that positive emotions uh, can give us so many benefits, you know, yeah. uh, we are yeah. more creative, our span of attention is wider, so the solutions that we find are, you know, better, um, you know, our, our, we feel better, our body's healthier, and so on. And um, I think that's an important thing to, to mention as well. Yes, I think so too. And, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned change. The first thought that came to my head was that, and, and this is, this is um, a thought I got from reading a, a book about Buddhism, was that mm -hmm. the goal isn't to add things or to necessarily change things. It's about stripping away things. It's about taking things away. Because basically what you're talking about is getting back to our true nature, our true self. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. Our, our external circumstances may change, but is it not true that we're just taking away things like the negativity and these stories we tell ourselves, we're, we're taking these things away to reveal who we really yeah, are, it's not about yeah. adding things, because correct? If we, yeah, if we want to establish a connection with, our, with who we really are, you know, with our inner being, uh, yes. well, now we are calling it inner being, but people call it differently, you know, even science... Uh, mentions, mentions, you know, our true self. So if we want to make this connection, we have to, we have to, we have to give all these uh, loud, loud, uh, you know, thoughts that are not connected with us, but come uh, from the outside. We have to give it away. We have to, uh, we yes. have to dive deep into ourselves. And if we want to do that. Um, I mean, in order to do that, we need silence, you know, so interesting silence, silence is what we need. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, what usually happens even to the people that go to therapy uh, is that uh, they have a space, uh, uh, a safe space to talk about random things, you know, and at the beginning, they just like give put out uh, random things, whatever comes to their mind. And the therapist well, depends on the type of the therapy they are going to. But uh, for instance, one type of the therapy is that the therapist is just quiet, you know, and just give them the space uh, so they can um, they can um, uh, just, like, uh, just like allow their thoughts to bubble up and yeah, yeah, allow them and, to just be yeah, and uh, they can express themselves, and you know, doing so, they they slowly realize what they really want, you know, because they uh, are able to distinguish their thoughts from uh, maybe their parents' thoughts, or you know, uh, yeah. So that's that... what silence does. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's why silence is important. But we don't need a therapist, you know, to do that. We can do it on our own. If we know how important the silence is, yes, um, and the I, how to do it, and how to do it, could you please share with us how to get into a, a space where where we can be silent? Yeah. Because I've personally tried silence before, and like I, I've I've read about the benefits, but like I'll sit I'll sit there silently, um, as as I do when I meditate, and. Some days are better than others. Some days I get an amazing result. Some days it's like, you know, yeah. meh, like it's okay. Um, yeah, I think is, is there like normal. any Okay. Is there any like direction or yeah, like because, actionable step you could give us? Um, yeah, I mean, so um, 
uh, the important thing is that the um, knowing that in silence, what we are doing is that we are developing a relationship with ourselves. So, oh, okay. you know, how relationships are like, you know, sometimes you have a good relationship with somebody, then something happens and the relationship, you know, gets a bit uh, worse. And it's the yes. same with the relationship yes. with ourselves. So silence gives us the space to develop this relationship. And within the silence, we can we can communicate uh, with ourselves. We can uh, pay attention to our emotions. We can maybe uh, uh, at the beginning just observe what kind of thoughts uh, you know are uh, appearing uh, in our mind, and maybe write yeah. them down. And, uh, Ooh, just I love that. Them. Write them what kind down. Of they are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, without, it's... without a judgment, you know. Oh man, uh, that's so tough. I found. Yeah, that's really important. Even for those of you who uh, know um, uh, um, mindfulness, you know. Yes. Uh, mindfulness is a similar process. You know, within a mindfulness, you're learning how to focus your uh, thoughts, and whenever your thoughts. Uh, uh, wander away. Um, you uh, you, uh, you can't judge yourself. You know you, you just have yeah. to okay have to say okay right now my thoughts wandered. What is the content they were thinking about? And then just return them slowly slowly back to the thing that you're focusing on. And here it's really similar. So uh, when uh, you know you are silent and you're trying to uh, get to know your inner being better, just yeah. Try to try to see what kind of thoughts are occurring, and try not to judge yourself for the kind of thoughts that are occurring. And maybe yeah. the thoughts will be happy thoughts. Maybe they will be um, I don't know weird thoughts, or um, I don't know uh, you're not worthy, or why did you do that? You're lazy. You know, maybe yes, they will be like, thoughts. Just like just write them down and uh, okay. uh, try to try to. Um, uh, dissect yeah 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 because you know sometimes thing. those kind of things they just have to express themselves and it's really oh, yeah. similar with our emotions you know uh, I don't know uh, there will be a situation where you will be feeling very angry you know yes. and what usually happens is that people uh, get scared of feeling those kind of emotions so they try to uh, interesting um, they try to avoid feeling these kind of emotions and uh, uh, doing so uh, those emotions become stronger you know uh, uh -huh. because if you're afraid of something you know it will become stronger and uh, it will it will um, have the power over you so instead uh, what you can do is you can just dive into the emotion, you can try to feel it with all of your body, and yeah. when you try to feel it with all of your body, you will see that uh, the emotion is slowly, you know, uh, losing the power. So the anger uh, goes maybe into the um, sadness, and then sadness goes into peace, and then you just feel... Uh, 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 so um, this peaceful state, you feel relaxed and you realize, okay, the emotion, the emotion went away because I took, uh, I took his power away because I allowed uh, myself to feel the emotion because emotion is how our 
uh, inner being commu is communicating uh, with uh, our, let's say, personality or, you know, with ourselves. Because, uh, like, um, when I was explaining an example before, we feel good when we do stuff that our inner being would want us to do. And when right. we do things that we actually don't want to do them, we don't feel good. You know, right. uh, our co forces us to I don't know uh, make coffee for instance and we feel angry why why do I need to be the one making coffee you know because our okay. inner being doesn't want to do it and um, whenever we are we get further away from who we truly are that's when we're feeling the negative emotion so emotions are a very very powerful tool uh, of um, getting to know ourselves better our inner being better and a uh, uh, tool of communi communication uh, uh, our inner being with you know our let's say personality uh, yes yeah. yes i understand and a personality just so everyone knows is how we think act and feel just to give a little bit more context um so i there is so much there um that was yeah, very sorry very, i always no, no. make it you know constant no, I know. I get it. No, I always go off on rants, dude. I, I get that. Um, that's totally fine. So I want to bring out a few of those, bring a few of those points back, just to make them uh, crystal clear for everybody listening. So I've personally tried the non-judgmental approach, and there's actually an interesting concept I, I learned about last week, which was macro love. So loving yourself overall, but micro work and progress on yourself. So. Loving yourself in the macro, like no matter what happens, I love myself, but to in the micro, so like on the day-to-day, -day, actually make prog uh, progress and not be complacent. I'm not just going to lie on the couch all day and just love myself. In the micro, I'm going to actually try to work at it, but if I fail, it's okay because I still love myself in the macro. And so I've actually found that that has worked for me a little bit, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I can absolutely attest to how difficult it can be to to um to work with the non-judgment or to work work with the judgmental thoughts because mm -hmm. they are very powerful especially when it's uh, when the force inside of us is um if we're not used to this at, at a point if we're just starting it's very uncomfortable and it can be very overwhelming to have this negative voice that we don't even know where it comes from is it from our childhood mm -hmm. trauma like is it my mother's voice is like we don't yeah. even know where it's coming from is this mysterious negative mm -hmm. voice that shames us and makes us feel guilty and yeah. so um to practice non-judgment yeah. i find is very worthwhile but yeah. i find it's very difficult so yeah. so yeah. is there is there something you could share with us that that could help one yeah. Deal with the difficulty. Like, is there like, you know, like, is there yeah. something like really actionable so, to do? Yeah, there's one thing uh, that you can do because if you start working on that, when those voices appear, it's quite difficult to focus the attention from those voices, you know, to something more pleasant. So uh, what you can do is that um, you can practice. Um, uh, you can practice. Uh, the positive thoughts when you you are already feeling good, you know. So um, what people usually do is that when they when uh, they have uh, a very stressful event in their life, or I don't know, usually when somebody dies or they break up with their partner, that's the time when they when they start working uh, on themselves. But 
it's all right, but it's also difficult, you know, to start working at that time. The easiest is to start working when, you know, things are working well. Uh, because, um, uh, like we mentioned before, emotions and thoughts are very uh, interconnected. Uh, so when we are feeling, uh, when we are um, experiencing weird thoughts, you know, we usually feel negative emotions. So it's right. easier to start when things are working well for you. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So not not to wait until the negative moment. Like if you're feel if you're feeling like yeah. all right today, like actually take yeah. time. And I have a. Oh, sorry, keep going. Yeah, and another thing that I would like to um, emphasize is that, uh, you know, people, when, when the things are not working, what people usually do is that they talk about their problems. They Ooh, talk about their okay. problems with as many people as possible because they just want to, you know, give it out. But um, what happens is that uh, when they talk about the problems, they share these problems with others. And others will start uh, to look at them, you know, uh, in connection to those problems. Uh, and they share the, uh, let's say, um, the, 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 uh, the um, energy uh, of those problems, you know. And when we are focused on a problem, we can't see the solution because our span of attention is very narrow. And when our span of attention is narrow, we can just you know see the thing in front of us so what we have to do then is that we have to stop telling uh, people around us uh, the story about our problems but instead uh, at those times we have to uh, which we have to try to focus on something more positive and uh, just move our attention from the problem to something else you know and later on when our uh, when we will feel feel better, um, we will be able, you know, maybe subconsciously to find a solution. So the important thing is that whenever we are experiencing, a, you know, uh, a problem, uh, to try not to, you know, talk about it. Um, you know, now... I'm, but but now not, I, not block it out yeah. though, right? Sorry? But like, like not talk about it, like verb, like not talk about it verbally, like me telling you my problem. But but yeah. you're you're not saying that we should block it out, right? Like we should we should accept the emotion, but just not verbalize it, correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, depends on how how big the problem is. Yeah, the it's important not to uh, not to uh, yeah, like you said, push it away. Yeah, you have to accept the emotion. But uh, you know what people usually do? They uh, instead of working with their emotions, they go into action. So they okay. they share their problems with others, or uh, uh, they do an action that will release the uh, those negative emotions. That that uh, that's what you people usually do. So instead of doing that, you can just like you said, go uh, uh, dive into your feelings, deal with them, you know, like uh, accept them, uh, and then. Um, when you will feel better, then you will be you will be able to uh, find a solution. Okay, that's in, that's interesting. You say that I was listening to uh, something from Brene Brown the other day. For anybody who knows her, and she was mentioning how uh, what she used to do when she was experiencing a negative emotion is like what you said is take action, go for a 
uh, find some way to release the emotion, whether it was it wasn't even didn't even need to be something like alcohol or drugs, which is maybe a more um, a more severe case, let's just say. But even something like exercise, she was like not even like exercising to release the emotion, just sitting with the emotion, understanding yeah. it, accepting it and waiting for it to pass because that's where true strength comes from is it not when we can trust the the energy the the internal as opposed to relying on exercise or something external because yeah those things come and go but we're obviously always with ourselves so I think it's very very powerful It, it one of the I think the biggest nuggets from this conversation so far is to just be with our negative emotions and to face that fear yeah. And it yeah. and like and just for some reason, even though it may not make sense, but just to have the faith that it, it could help because I've experienced this with myself that being with our negative emotions, it does kind of suck to be honest, but the emotion does pass. It really does. Yeah. And yeah. and we always we always extract wisdom from it. Uh, Joe Dispenza, one of our favorite authors, he said uh, a, a negative emo- or a memory without the emotion is wisdom is what he said. A memory without the emotion is wisdom. So if we can experience the emotion and then let the emotion pass, then we've extracted just the wisdom of it. That's all that's left. And so I think it's very important to be able to understand that being with our negative emotions is an important undertaking and it's a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, um, if uh, if we return back to our, uh, let's say, previous uh, <laughs> part of conversation. Yes. Um, so, uh, so if we don't experience the emotion, but uh, instead uh, we go into explaining, you know, the circumstances that, uh, that, um, 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 uh, that influenced us that now we are feeling uh, the emotion. So when we go into explaining uh, uh, the problem, sharing it, uh, we affect, uh, we also affect the reality of others and we change their perception. And uh, it's important to know that you know, my consciousness plus your consciousness is not just sum of two consciousness. Yes. It's uh, it's the expansion of consciousness because uh, uh, by um, uh, influencing your consciousness, your consciousness expands and my mind expands too. And, you know, both of them together are so much more than just a sum of two consciousness and similar happens um, if people are explaining about their problems you know around interesting um, because uh, with doing that uh, they influence the the world around them because they change uh, the perception of people around them Uh, you know then uh, I don't know if they talk with their colleagues uh, then those colleagues talk with you know their colleagues and soon a very small problem because uh, becomes a huge problem you know and everybody's talking about it and everybody's attracting it so uh, that's another uh, another reason why it's so important to deal uh, with the emotion on the internal level before uh, you know making uh, the problem bigger and bigger yes okay um, wow so uh, just something that may help somebody uh, internalize that a little bit more. It's similar to like the compound effect. I, I I think like it's um it's not just 
uh, one one plus one equals two, it is one squared, and then all right, not one. Okay, one squared would be one. Oh. This is a bad example. Math isn't my thing, but <laughs> I, I think I think oh, here's, here's a better way that I could explain it and understand it is uh, the snowball effect. As the snowball keeps going down and down the mountain, it keeps adding up and getting bigger and bigger and expanding and expanding. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, so it's, it's yeah, but I like the yeah. I like the way you said it a little bit more. But just just maybe to give somebody else some context of what you mean. Sorry, I said I, the way you explained it was a uh, a little bit more uh, <laughs> inspirational. But I think that I think using the example of the the snowball effect is a good like one of the first things I thought of and a good way to maybe put it into perspective for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So uh, the, the yeah. last question I'd like to ask you is what is something somebody could do today, tonight, whenever they're listening to this, that you think could, you know, that you think based on what we've talked about today, that could point them in the right direction of getting to know themselves a little bit better, because that seems to be, and getting to know their emotions a little bit better, because that seems to be the topic of conversation. Yeah. Uh what, yeah, so what, what they can do on a daily basis, you know, like very small, very simple things is to um, just um, uh, uh, change very small things, you know, in their life. For instance, uh, they're at work and uh, they feel uh, a bit, you know, tired and instead, instead of uh, wanting uh, to achieve more and uh, expecting more from yourself, uh, you know, just take five a five minute break. You know, uh, mm. because we all know that it's it's not that easy to follow uh, our you know uh, needs and uh, our inner being. You know, in a uh, right. world we are facing nowadays. But you know, the small things are the ones uh, that count. So I understand. The small things big make big things. I've actually I've heard yeah. I've heard many many people talk about this concept that the little things we do every day add up into big things. There's a good example for the compound effect. Thank you. Thank God. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that's wonderful. I love that ex that you gave an example too about at work. If you're tired, like just take a five minute break, just, just try something new, anything new. Um, yeah. Cause nothing will change if we don't. Yeah. Change. And the thing is that, um, yeah, the world has changed so much, you know, and uh, we are still talking about the theories that are super old and uh, about stuff that uh, worked you know that many years ago but now yes. the world is different you know and we have to uh, we have to um, you know uh, things that uh, gave us let's say a competitive advantage I don't know that many years ago uh, are not necessarily benefiting us today anymore so right. it's important to uh, to to do the you know shift in our minds and to really focus on uh, on the positive and to put ourselves you know on the first place so the most important thing is how uh, how i feel throughout the day and if i'm on the let's say first um uh, if i'm the most important to myself and if i'm always taking care of my emotions then uh you know good things will happen to me uh, if you know mm. what i mean so yes. if i if i will put myself first then you know i will be happy because i will take care of my happiness because nobody else will you know yes i love that 
I think that's a, a wonderful, inspirational way to uh, end off this particular interview. I, I'd like to thank you once again for taking the time to do this. I think it's so inspiring what you're doing, the way you're doing it. And yeah, it's, I just, I think very highly of you. Even just getting a chance to talk to you in Los Angeles for a couple hours was a very impactful moment for me. It's, it still has stayed with me, many of the things that you've talked about. And um, yes, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, it, it's, been a, oh. it's been a pleasure getting to meet you. Thank you, thank you. And likewise. Wow, that was awesome. I always love talking to Nastya. I, I personally get a, a get something out of it every single time I talk to her, and I mentioned this to her after, and so I hope you guys got something out of that too. My biggest nugget, uh, as always, is how we can change our attitude and how that's the one thing that we actually can control. I think that's very powerful. And that even if we don't like our external circumstance, by changing our attitude, we start attracting things that we actually want and a new reality is shaped. We don't know when, but we know it's coming. I think that's very cool. Anyways, thank you so much for watching this, you guys. Plenty more interviews on the way. I have a ton recorded. I'm just waiting to post them. Uh, I appreciate your time and your energy. And I wish you guys so much good. Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next time.